broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues that working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Before I introduce my guest today and start today's discussion, I'd like to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on the Working Woman Radio Show is a great way to build your brand and to support meaningful programming. We have several different sponsorship packages available that can pretty much meet almost any advertising budget. So if you'd like more information about becoming a sponsor, go to the Working Woman Radio Podcast.com and click on the link for sponsorship, download the information, and give us a call. We'll be happy to help you. Now that I've taken care of that little bit of business, I want to introduce you to today's guest for the show. Kate Ward, my friend, is a mom of three boys, Micah, 13, Camden, 10, and Owen, 5. She's been married to John Ward for 19 years, and she owns her own video production company called Draw uh, Draw Productions. She's lived in Atlanta for the last eight years and is passionate about loving Jesus. Kate is on the leadership team for Grace Church Northeast Atlanta, which is a multi-ethnic church plant here in Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, Kate. It is a blessing to have you here. Thanks, Deanna. I feel so great that you wanted to include me in this. I'm excited to talk today. Terrific, terrific. Well, um, most of the episodes on the Working Woman Radio Show focus on topics for women who work outside the home. But today I wanted to dedicate an episode to moms who stay at home uh, to provide care for their children and because their jobs are no less important. Um, I, like you, have been a stay-at-home mom, well, for almost three decades for myself, and um, although I've owned and operated my own business for many of those years, but um, but I understand this issue intimately and the things that go, um, and, the, and, and the various things that, um, that working um, women who stay at home uh, deal with. So um, as someone who's um, been at home for many years, I know how exhausting being at home with kids all day can be, <laughs> um, as you do too. Um, and so in moms with young children, uh, they find themselves deep in diapers and dealing mm-hmm. with temper tantrums. Moms with older children, as you know, we can spend a lot of time carting kids from here to there, as well as dealing with a whole host of other things. Um, one sure. of the things that I found annoying um, is that people often assume that I didn't have a schedule as a stay-at-home sure. mom or that whatever I was doing wasn't quite as important as someone with a regular job. So I want to talk about some of those things and other things. But before I do that, I want you to tell me a little bit more about your background. Did you work full-time outside the home before you had children? If so, what kind of work did you do? Yeah, so I went to school um, 20 years ago. I went to school a long time ago. I went to school for video production. I'm, I'm actually one of the probably rare few that used their degree. Uh-huh. And um, I graduated and started my business about the time that my husband, John, and I got married. Mm-hmm. We used our wedding money to buy my first professional video camera. Oh, wow. So generous of him. Oh, yes. (laughs) And we actually both worked in the business full time uh, for several years. um, And then when I had uh, my first son, Micah, 
Um, we were both working full time in the business for about a year, yeah. and I, I loved it. Yes. I, I still love what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so fortunate. I know to love waking up every morning and and doing the thing that I have a business in. Yes. But it got to the point where I realized that my heart wasn't in it because I was doing it full time. Yeah. And once I had Micah, I knew that I wanted to be at home more. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So that switched things for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So now, um, um, so when exactly did you decide to leave? I mean, was it a year after you had him? Is that what you're saying? It was a year after I had him. And like I said, John and I were both full time in the business. So Mm. financially, I felt a little bit stuck because we both needed to be um, in the space of our business financially. And um, I did about 75% of the work because I do, I did the filming and the editing of our videos. And John helped me with sales and keeping up with our clients. So he was able to be home with Micah. um, So we were super grateful for that. But I really wanted to be the person that had more flexibility in that. And thankfully, about that time, John was offered um, a job with the mission agency that he still works for today yes. called Encompass World Partners. Right, right, and right. at first, we were kind of sad about kind of feeling like we gave up on our company, yeah. but just realized that this was a shift that I really felt called to make. And um, it's just been a it's been a great fit for both of us. That's terrific. That's great. Um. So now, um, what would you say has been your biggest struggle as a stay at home mom? So I remind I remind myself a lot to just breathe. <laughs> that <laughs> could be like, half the battle. Yes. Exactly. I, I feel like as a mom, Deanna, you laugh at that. But yes. Hey, that's <laughs> stay-at-home parent, yes, yes. breathing is important. It is. Um, it is. I, especially lo- lately with the pandemic and yeah. all the things that we've kind of been faced lately, I I feel, for lack of a better word, and I feel bad saying this word mm-hmm. because it sounds so negative, but I feel mm-hmm. suffocated sometimes. Wow, yes. I get it. I and do. I think the problem sometimes with being a parent is you can love it. Yes, and be drained from it at the same exact time. I know, it's weird, uh-huh. And so I, I feel like I don't have any space. Oh, wow. And I don't have space to do the things that I feel called as a child of God to do. Wow. I feel like I don't have the space that I, I can't do the things I enjoy. Wow. I feel like as a mom and a dad, mm-hmm. if you're staying at home, I mean, your kids are right there yep. and, and they need you constantly. Yeah. And so you feel like you lose, you lose yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I and think I that's think that's, mm-hmm. that's a struggle. Yeah. That's a struggle. And I think you just hit a nerve probably for a lot of people, moms mm-hmm. and any dads who might be listening to this too, but predominantly moms who just feel like you said, they're, they, I think the word you use was suffocate, and I think that's a mm-hmm. good word to use. Um, now, um, and we'll flesh that out maybe more in a little bit, um, but what I want to ask you is what, I talked about some myths earlier mm-hmm. in the intro. What myths would you, uh, have you dealt with and would you like to dispel uh, about being a stay-at-home mom? Sure, well, I thought about this. And I think what people might be surprised about yeah. is that stay-at-home moms actually feel guilty mm. like working moms do. Wow. And wow. so I feel like 
I should, yeah. and I beat myself up about this a lot for this a lot, is I feel like Kate, you should be fine. Oh, like financially, right. God has allowed us to be in this position. Right. So stop feeling guilty. Right. Stop fasting. Right. But I do. I feel guilty when I do the part-time work with my business oh my. and I'm not with my kids. Oh my goodness. And then I feel guilty yes. when I'm not advancing my career i'm not yeah. building my clientele yeah. yeah i'm not brushing up on the yeah. new yeah. video techniques that i should be in yeah. so i feel this tension that yeah. i think working moms and stay-at-home moms yeah. can relate to it wow. might be guilt for different reasons sure sure but still but guilty. i feel like yeah we all feel guilty yeah and i think you are so right about that you know i'm always beating myself up it's funny because people will say to me oh deanna you're always doing the next thing every time i look you've got something going and 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 i do but i'm yeah. but i'm always still telling myself like you said man i should have you know plugged into that online workshop to learn more yeah. about social media and how to use that more efficiently or you know or i slept past six o'clock this morning mm -hmm. i was supposed to be up at five you know, yeah. because I have X, Y, Z to do. So there is always this thing uh, of wanting to do more and be more and not really just ever resting in the, the goodness that you have exactly. at the moment. Uh, mm -hmm. So that that is a that is a struggle um, mm -hmm. and an issue. Um, uh, so how does your did your self-esteem struggle any as a result of not? Ha and I, I, I think this. Uh, it segues nicely from what we just talked about into this mm -hmm. next thing. Did you ever have any problems with self-esteem as far as not working the full-time career, not being the corporate gal or whatever um, you thought you might should be? Well, I definitely am more people-focused than okay. identified with my work. Okay. So I'm thankful that I believe that's how God wired me. Mm -hmm. So there are times where I'll say to John, my husband, mm -hmm. I'm thankful that I don't feel that mm -hmm. pressure that I have to work full time. Yeah. I mean, the the thing I would say about John is he's never made me feel bad for That's not good. working. That's good. And I grew up with a stay at home mom. Yes. And that was always what I knew. Right. And I, I saw the value in my life because of her time with me and her presence. Yes. And knowing my friends, and she knew my friends, she knew my teachers, she was at my school a lot. I saw that value. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And John did not have a stay-at-home mom the whole time he grew up. Oh, wow. But he never made me feel bad, or or um, mm -hmm. he never resented me for That's the fact good. that he worked, works full-time. So I never felt that pressure from him. Wow. wow. So yeah. I appreciated that I could always, with my business, work as much as I needed to work mm -hmm. um, or could work, right. but I always had to put the kids first. So wow. I think the self-esteem thing mm -hmm. probably ebbed and flowed. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes when I'm in a space with other moms at work, yeah, I probably trick myself into thinking I don't know as much as them. Okay, or that kind of thing. Especially yes. if they have a job that seems very important yes, or yes. they have their master's degree or PhD. Sure. There are times where I feel like I don't have a voice in that space. Right, right, right. But I think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as a mom, I have to value mm -hmm. what I've done for the last 13 years. Definitely. And I have to see, obviously, the ex inter um, external. Yes, um, yes. I yes. have to see the e inter ex eternal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
It still happens. It's good. It's that mom. It's that mom brain. It's that's. Oh my god. It's all good. It's all good. I have to see the eternal perspective (laughs) of what I'm doing, which I think is hard day in and day out. It is. It is. It is. To see that bigger picture. It is. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, and you touched on something that I've had to deal with when I when I've been in spaces with women with advanced degrees. uh, and I don't, the, the, the funny thing is, I don't think they thought any less of me. They're exactly. saying, oh, you're so this, you're so that. Um, you've always got the next idea. But I think there was this little voice in my head that said, gosh, you know, here I've been home all this time and they've got, you know, um, they've, you know, worked their way up the corporate ladder or they do have the PhD. So there was mm-hmm. that little voice. Although most of the time I was great with being at home. Like you said, my I have, I placed a very high value on being at home with my kids. My mom mm-hmm. too, uh, for most, most, a lot of my growing up years was a stay at home mom. So that mm-hmm. was a big value for me, but there was still, there were still times when that little voice would creep in and say, you know, um, if you had continued your schooling, you could be this, that, and the other. So sure. it's a sneaky little thing, um, mm-hmm. that, that I, that I have struggled with some, and I think that other women probably, um, struggle with too. So I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you addressed it. So sure. we talked about a little bit about what moms do, um, but we do so much, um, you know, from at every in in every area. Of course, we're not only just dealing with the children; we're you know um, doing all things house and home. At least mm-hmm. I know I am, and I know you are too. So, how do moms recharge? What do we do to recharge? What do you do to recharge? Where do you go to find support? So I would say two things. The first one is figure out your non-negotiables. Okay. And I think these are going to look different depending on how old your kids are, mm-hmm. what stages of parenting you are. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was having littles, like I had babies, mm-hmm. I feel like my non-negotiables look different than they do now. Yeah, for sure. Um, taking a shower. Right. Well, figuring out if, if you want to shower, mm-hmm. if you want to do your hair, if you want to do your makeup when you have a little baby, yeah. figure out how to do it. Does that mean being humble and asking someone else to watch the baby or mm-hmm. being vulnerable and asking someone else to watch sure. the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, does it mean that you put the baby in a seat in the, in the bathroom, right. um, figuring out what are the things that you need to do mm-hmm. to give value to yourself, mm-hmm. to feel better as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say my negotiables now are working out yeah. and having time with God. Wow. Wow. And so those are things that I just, like this morning, mm-hmm. I saw my day and my kids are basically dictating my day right. so that I figure, okay, I could just let them run away with it. Right. Or I could say, okay, this morning I'm going to wake up early. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go downstairs. Even when my five-year-old is wanting me to sit upstairs with him while he watches TV, which I'm not right. sure why he needs me to sit beside <laughs> him when he watches TV. I'm going to say to him, right. exactly, yeah. I'm going to say to him, Mommy's going downstairs to work out. Yeah. And when yeah. he comes down and asks me 17 questions, I say, I need this time. Right. And I need to go up, find your father, exactly. or I will be with you in 40 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you're saying that that is a boundary for you. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to have this time. And I think that is super important. And I don't, and it's, it seems simple, but it isn't because I think there's always that pull. There's mm-hmm. always, I, I feel the pull, even when it's, I, I don't have any more little, my littlest mm-hmm. one little is 18 years old, but sometimes she'll say, mom, 
you know, um, can you drop me to the store? And I and I was just getting ready to go walk. And mm-hmm. I've had to tell my, I've had to say, you know what, Adriana, how about this? Uh, I'll be back in an hour and we'll go then. Uh, mm-hmm. But the temptation is to say, oh, yeah, we can do it now. I'll walk later. Exactly. Uh, and exactly. so, and, and to continue to put myself on the back burner. But I've, but, um, but I'm learning that doing that doesn't help me. And it really, in the end, doesn't serve my family well mm-hmm. either. Um, and I feel like I would tell moms that sometimes you have to fight for yeah. that space, that yes. thing, that mm-hmm. that desire. Yeah. Don't sit and wait for someone to hand it to you I or know. offer it to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You need to be honest and upfront. And yeah. I think I've learned through 19 years of marriage yes. that I need to be aware yeah. that John doesn't know my expectations. And exactly. I have very high expectations and very clear, right. but they're in my head and that right. doesn't help him at all. No. So... communicating like I said humbling yourself and being aware that you might say an expectation and someone might not be ready to meet that or allow you to do that but you need you need to speak up you need to be your voice yeah yeah yeah. and I think that you are so right when you say that we think sometimes that our spouses our significant others our husbands um no they should know but it's really (laughs) I'm serious I had this conversation not more than two weeks ago with a very close friend um, who's been struggling with some things and um, but and I had to tell her I, I had to say you know what um, your husband he of course has his issues as good as he is um, he has his issues but you have yours too and mm-hmm. part of your deal is that you really have to communicate it's mm-hmm. on you to really learn how to do that and be an advocate for yourself uh, mm-hmm. and not to just expect him to know it and, and then be mad at him because Absolutely. he doesn't know it uh, mm-hmm. And so that it doesn't work, but I, I love that. Now, how has being a stay-at-home mom benefited you? Now we know how it benefits the children. Um, <laughs> we, it, we we know it been, uh, uh, We know that being at mom, being at home, or if you have a stay-at-home dad, but in this case we're talking about moms, is going to benefit the children. The children most likely are getting their needs met. But how has it benefited you personally? Sure. Well, as a follower follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. first and foremost, I feel. I know that the Bible says that we need to lay our lives down for other people mm-hmm. and we need to love people unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And I think as a mom, mm-hmm. after 13 years of this, yes. that comes, thank, I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit in my life yeah. because only through him, but that comes so naturally yeah. to me. Yeah. I feel like the things that I do as a mom and mm. I practice every day, right. loving people, serving people, protecting people. Mm. Those are things that I actually, when I leave my home, mm-hmm. I unfortunately am a mom to everybody <laughs> around me. Yes. But I love that because I think there are people that need yeah. that. They need there are people that, yeah. yeah, they need to hear the hard stuff and yeah. love. Yeah. They need to feel safe. Yeah. They need to feel like somebody has their back. Mm-hmm, they need mm-hmm. to feel that unconditional acceptance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like as a parent, mm-hmm. we're given this gift. Yes. And as hard as it is, mm-hmm. it's amazing to be able to practice wow. what the Bible calls us to do every day, wow. every minute, every wow. hour. Wow, that's great. And so you say um, that when you go out, you know, your mom... Your momness, for lack of a better oh, turn. I'm go- good at being a mom, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> it goes with you, and I can attest to that to my audience. <laughs> She's she is this. She is this way. So, uh, and so, and I know you do stuff with in the community, specifically uh, at your kids' school. Um, I know, mm-hmm. at least in the past, you've been 
uh, a PTA person. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I, you, can you flesh that out a little bit more with me, how that has played out, how you as a mom and all the gifts and talents and skills that you've acquired and, and grown, how that has played out in the community? Sure, absolutely. Well, yeah, I am um, very involved in the PTO at my um, younger kids' schools, and I have found that God has really wired me to be an advocate for people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know me, Deanna, so mm-hmm. I have a voice, right. and a lot of times, sometimes that voice isn't used for good, but <laughs> when God uses that voice, mm-hmm. I, I have courage that only can come from Him, mm-hmm. and I have just this passion Mm -hmm. to allow people that don't feel like they have a space and they don't have power and they don't have value Mm -hmm. that those are my people and i feel like that's a mom um when i was growing up we my, my my sister and i she's older than me we would get um a bus to a public school and then we were bused to our christian school so it's a little ways away from our and public school, mm-hmm. uh, about six of us would wait for this bus, mm-hmm. and like normal children, we would wait in the lobby of the school, but mm-hmm. sometimes we would just get rowdy, or yeah. we'd be having fun, or whatever, right. and so the principal one day mm-hmm. um, came out mm-hmm. and yelled at all of us, and actually, um, I grew up in Ohio, mm-hmm. insisted that we, we wait outside, and right. it was winter, oh, no. and my sister and I came home. And my, we told my mom, and my mom is the sweetest, smallest little woman you'll yeah. ever meet. Yeah. But when you cross her, you cross her. Uh-oh. And so she, the next day, she drove us to the school where mm-hmm. we normally got bused to. Mm-hmm. And she stood with us. Yes. She didn't say a word. Yes. She stood with us. Yes. And I asked her later when I was older, and the, the principal didn't bother us that day. Right. And then after that, we were good to go. Yes. And I asked her later when I was older, I said, Mom, why did you do that? And uh-huh. she goes, Kate, sometimes people just need to know that you have a mom. Right. And exactly. I feel like that God has allowed me to, one, just love my kids that way and learn in this environment to right. really empower my kids and make sure they feel safe but empowered. Right. But then... I've been able to, I don't want to keep that in my family. I don't want to like hoard that. Sure. I want to give that to all the kids around me that might not have a mom that's able to do that right now in in her life, in her chapter. I want to do it for my friend that possibly they have a different skin color and there's there's a lot of misconceptions about them and I don't want them to feel powerless. Exactly, exactly. So you've been able to take that and and, and bring it out and pay it forward to the community. I I hope so. You I, are. I, like I mean, I've seen you. God has opened doors for that. That's and I and I and I guess I just want to encourage other moms who might think, well, I'm just a mom, whatever that means. I'm home. I've got. I'm. I do dishes and laundry and whatnot. But 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 and I can te- I can attest to the fact, just like you can attest to the fact that in this time, in that time of of training my children, of being home, of doing all the 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 duties that we do as mom, I. Grew, I learned, and um, and I was able to, uh, like you said, minister to others in my community. Mm-hmm. And then once mm-hmm. they all left, 
although we we do have one at home i was able to take all all that talent all those all that time was not wasted mm -hmm. it was not wasted time i just mm -hmm. know i've i've talked to women that said you know i feel like time is passing me by i feel like opportunities are passing me by and what i would say to them is um, give your children this time. God yeah. can redeem the time as far as, you know, future opportunities are concerned. And mm -hmm. you will not be sorry um, because mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not sorry that I gave them the time. Um, sure. Um, and, you know, and and, uh, you know, I just finished up my last year of homeschooling last year after 27 years. Um, oh my goodness. But, yeah. And so but but the Lord has took all that I've learned in that time and, uh, and opened new doors of opportunity for you. So I, I, I would want to and I'm sure you would want to as well to encourage women. Don't don't um, don't be afraid that your time is wasted. Uh, there'll be more opportunities for you to do the sure. things you want to do. Um, Absolutely. So now, um, what would you say to stay-at-home moms uh, about keeping their skills current? You know, what so that when they so that they basically are ready to go back into the job market. I mean, and I know that could mean different things for different people. But um, what would you say to that? I mean, you're working some, so you, obviously sure. you're keeping your skills current. Yeah, and I feel like. I would, and this might not have to do with finding a new career or right. a new job mm -hmm. or resume, yeah. but I would say to a, to a mom, mm -hmm. make your make yourself do something mm -hmm. that makes you feel uncomfortable. Oh, wow. I would even go further to say, do something mm -hmm. that actually scares you, that oh, you wow. feel like you're not capable possibly of doing. Oh, wow. Mm. And... Like that, that has kind of helped me to not just stay in my home mm -hmm. and say, well, I'm good at being a mom, but I'm not really good at other things. Yeah. God has gifted me in leadership, mm -hmm. I feel, mm -hmm. and um, I don't get to use that a lot because mm -hmm. my kids are my priority right now. Right. And so any opportunity that I feel is from God that comes my way that could be into helping with my speaking ability or leadership or um, consulting, those kind of things, I take them. And do I feel competent in doing that? No, Deanna, I don't. Oh, wow. But yeah. I feel like there are things that will make me grow. So if I'm willing to step out of my comfort zone, mm -hmm. um, I will be better. I prepare, obviously, sure. and I do research, and I do things sure. to get ready for things that are hard for me. Sure. But when I'm about ready to do them, do I feel like I'm still competent enough? Exactly. Now? But after those circumstances, I feel like I've accomplished something mm -hmm. and grown. Yes. And um, one of the examples is a couple years ago, um, I was asked to speak at a pretty big conference mm -hmm. that um, is like a, a mm -hmm. national conference for the group of churches that we're a part of. Right. And um, not only was it a pretty big deal mm -hmm. um, for me. Mm -hmm. I am not a public speaker. Oh, I've never spoke. I mean, I've never spoken to this big of a group. Wow! And I would be one of only two women that were speaking at oh, this event, and goodness. the rest of them were, were men. So my, you know, that's my, a whole nother thing. Oh yeah, for sure. And I didn't want to do it when when my friend asked me. He was organizing the conference. Um, mm -hmm. He asked me if I would do it, and I didn't want to do it. Yeah. But I wanted a woman to be asked to do it right and so I prayed about it yes. and I really felt like God was saying well Kate if you want a woman to be represented yeah then you need to step up and do it exactly and I mean four minutes before I actually did it yeah. I still felt incompetent oh my goodness um 
I'm a stay-at-home mom. Like right. those were the things that came through my head. Right, right. I'm used to being with kids all the time. Right. I mean, I was lucky to have my hair and my makeup done. Oh wow! You know, so it's those things that I feel like yeah. I was undermining. Yeah. The yeah. voice that God has given me as a mom. Right. I was right. undermining the things that He's taught me in the last 13 years. Wow. That prepared me for that. Wow. Um, wow. So, wow. That's but powerful. after I did the speaking engagement and yeah. it went wonderfully. Yes. I was so proud of myself. Oh, that's so good. That and so, so that good. only opened the doors for yeah. new things. So I feel like if you say no to new things, yes. then you're not going to continue on that journey. Yeah, to that learn. Not necessarily your career needs yeah, to Yeah, right, but, but just learning. Yeah. 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 And things that God has called me to do, mm -hmm. I need to continue that journey. Because yeah. like I said, I feel yeah. like I'm a daughter of his first. Amen. Amen. That's and terrific. So wow. I wow. need to look for those opportunities that he's given me. I love that. I love that you took it to another level and that it's even broader than just you know um skills you know sharpening skills job skills it is it is bigger than that it's about being a life learner and and mm -hmm. like you said being broader and but mm -hmm. and you're not going to get broad if you don't do things outside your scope um, sure. you're not going to do that I, I do love that and i do agree with that now what can spouses or significant others do to better support women who who have chosen to stay home with the children yes i love this question because mm -hmm. i feel like a stay-at-home mom yeah can really be supported by her partner or her spouse yes um, a stay-at-home parent yes can really feel valued mm -hmm. by their spouse or their partner mm -hmm. um, and it's not that hard right I would say the two things that John and I have really worked through are um, he trusts me with the decisions when it comes to my kids okay and I know some spouses that the mom will be a full stay at home mm -hmm. and she'll really feel compelled to make choices for her children. Maybe it's getting them extra testing sure. or mm -hmm. getting them into a program mm -hmm. or even doing counseling, like mm -hmm. those kind of hard choices. Yeah. And their spouse or yeah. partner will go, why? Oh, and it's almost like that person has to prepare an I argument know. for it. Yeah, that could be, yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. so I feel like as a stay-at-home mom, John, John has always made me feel like I'm the expert with our kids. Now, right. obviously, he's super involved. Right. Um, he yeah. helps so much around the house. We do really right. uh, partner in so many things. But when it comes to the kids' schools, mm -hmm. like you said, I'm present at the schools. Mm -hmm. I know the teachers. I know the curriculum. Mm -hmm. I'm in communication with them. Right. So I feel like I'm an advocate for my kids at their school. So right. if I feel like something needs to be done or mm -hmm. we need to do something differently mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. extra yeah. or I, I – feel like John yeah. will say, okay, Kate, you're yeah. the expert in this. Sure. I'm with you. And That's I don't right. feel like I'm having to defend right. Everything or present yeah. 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 something. So I feel yeah. like he's on my team in that. The second thing I would say to um, a spouse or significant other is mm. don't wait for your stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad yeah. to ask for time off, for lack oh, wow. of a better word. Wow. Because... I'm a control freak and mm -hmm. I and I've been learning mm -hmm. to let go yeah. and that people can do things even if it's different right. it's okay and sure. it's sufficient for my children. Right. Um it's taken me three kids but I but I've <laughs> learned how to do that. Yeah. But yeah. I'm very prideful sometimes yeah. in knowing when I need to take a break. Right. And I feel like if you say to a stay-at-home parent 
not only I, I need you to take a break, right. but like go, right. go. Like Just I'm not go. gonna take no for an answer. Right. I'm not gonna take, you're right. There are a hundred things that mm -hmm. make this impractical and mm -hmm. it's it's very difficult sometimes to get away from your children right. um, and yeah. have that space. Right. But I think as a spouse, or a significant other, when you suggest that, it yes. gives value to what that stay-at-home parent is doing. That's great. And so don't wait. Just just jump in and say, I think you need a break. I, and exactly. I know Andrew has done that for me, saying, you mm -hmm. know what? And I've had to trust that it's going to be good, that, <laughs> that, you know? And like you said, it might look different. It will look mm -hmm. different. But, I, but he's as competent in, as I am. And I will uh -huh. tell you, it's been such a gift. To be able yeah. to know that, especially when Adriana was little, that I can leave and it's going to be fine, you yeah. know. Uh, and so I, I think I think that's um, very good advice. We're coming to the end, but I wanted to make sure that I asked you this. What would you say to encourage women, um, and we talked a little bit about this, um, who feel like opportunities might be passing them by because they chose to stay at home with the children. What would you say to the discouraged woman at this moment? I say that um, you're going to have to be a little bit creative, but if there are things that you want to do that yeah. you could do with your kids, yes. it, now it might not look the same, it might not be as efficient, mm -hmm. it might not be as fun, Right. but I think for one example, when we moved to Atlanta eight years ago, mm -hmm. this this space is just like, makes me come alive, yes. like all of the diversity, yeah and all of the Christian ministries, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um, we got really involved in um, some ministries in Clarkston with right. refugees, yes. and that was really where um, I just felt like God was calling me to do it, but I, I had Camden, who mm -hmm. was maybe two or three at the time, mm -hmm. no, he wasn't in any school at the time, and I had this opportunity to just help with childcare with mm -hmm. um, refugee women that were doing ESL classes. Right. And we were just hanging out with their kids. Yeah. And I could have thought, you know, well, I can't do that because right. I have a stay-at-home kid. Right. But I basically just decided, well, can I bring my kid and sure. be one of the kids that – and it was a little bit scary because yeah. I feel like my kid's pretty introverted and right. it was a lot. Yes. Um, to kind of take in for him. Right. But because I was present, I feel like I could walk him mm. through that. Sure. And he felt safe because I was standing sure. right there. Sure, mommy was there, right. That's right. And it was such a wonderfully, like, stretching experience for me mm. and for Camden. Wow. And wow. I loved that I wanted to be doing ministry. Mm -hmm. And even though it maybe looked a little bit different, mm -hmm. I figured out a ministry that I could bring Camden to. Sure. And he could see my faith in action. I think as parents, we yeah. say a lot of things, yes. but doing them yes. and then allowing our kids to know, and this is why I'm loving that person, because God told me to love that person. Right. And I want to share who God is in my life with that person. And first, you have to love them and have right. a relationship with them. Sure, 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 sure. So I feel like yeah. you can do things, you can do ministry with your kids. You yes. just might have to... Yeah. Get a little creative. Yeah, that's and I love that. And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Um, mm -hmm. You don't have to let the opportunities pass you by. Like you said, you just have to be a little creative. And it may it's going to look different, but that's good. That's okay. Sure. I love yeah. that. I love that. Kate, you have said so many good things. I think that um, you're going to be an encouragement to a lot of women. 
Unfortunately, yeah. our time is up. I could talk to you another <laughs> half an hour or more about these kinds of things because there's lots of things to talk about on this subject. Uh, and we both like to talk. <laughs> so, we do. Um, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I know we're all busy doing stuff. Um, you know, so I appreciate you spending a little time with me and with our audience. Um, I know that the information that the wisdom you shared is going to bless people. To my listening audience, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. Um, you can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and click on the Working Woman Radio Show icon. Also, um, if you, uh, when you go to the show for this episode, I am going to put some links to some resources that I think might be helpful. So don't forget to scroll down and uh, click on those links and download um, what you know might be useful for you. For more information about upcoming podcasts and Working Woman Radio Show events, you can go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page. Become a friend because uh, that will allow you to share comments, to ask questions, and um, we can answer those. And we really just want to hear from you guys. So where our time together is up, but God bless, and we will see you next time 